Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Today I'm going to be answering two questions. Is the RFID going to be the mark of the beast? And is the beast or the Antichrist a system or a man? Now, before I start, I want to tell you that I guess it was Friday. I had a call from the Hyatt where we're holding the crusade. And he said that corporate has decided to shut down all of the Hyatts for six weeks. Well, obviously, that means that we have to move our crusade. But I also want to let you know they are begging for our business. They love Prophecy Club. They love this crusade where we did it last year. They want us to have us back. They wanted, And we want to do the meeting, too. So we are definitely, absolutely, positively going to have the crusade. However, we are not exactly certain of the date. So if you're signed up, stay signed up. If you're not signed up, be sure and go to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com and do stay at the Hyatt. Don't just go to the Crusade to stay at another hotel in the area. Stay at the Hyatt. That will help us with bringing you the Crusade and also get the meal package. Frankly, you're not going to have time to go out and stand in line at some restaurant in the Dallas area, plus all the expenses. The best deal is get the meal package. I'm just telling you, get the meal package. It's really, really good. Okay, so yes. First point, yes, we will have a Crusade. We will be announcing the date, hopefully in the next week or two, depending, of course, upon the coronavirus. But do sign up for the crusade. Also this morning, I had a warning dream warning me about Prophecy Club finances. So I don't know exactly what's coming, but when I get a dream like this, I pay attention. So I'm asking your prayers for Prophecy Club and also your gifts and your donations. Yes, they are still needed. So now that the coronavirus has begun to shake people, Everyone and their brother is now coming out of the woodwork and giving their opinions about Bible prophecy and what it relates to the coronavirus, and all of a sudden, the Johnny-come-latelys become Bible prophecy experts. And of course, I love to see people turning to Bible prophecy, but and I love to see people interested in Bible prophecy, but at the same time, a lot of them... Don't know what they're talking about. I don't know a nice way to say it, but they just don't know what they're talking about. And frankly, as I look back on some of my past, there were times that I spoke about Bible prophecy, about things I didn't know about. So I understand. I've been there too. Probably you've been there too. You know, we've all desired to know, but we didn't know. And I'd like to be able to tell you I know everything about Bible prophecy, but I still don't. But I do think I can answer these two questions today. So, yes, many are teaching from a very limited understanding of Bible prophecy. Just be aware of that. I'm going to even say be aware and beware of those people teaching prophecy that don't really... I'm Let me put it this way. Maybe they haven't been called to teach prophecy, or maybe they're early in their call. Uh, I want to believe that many, many people will soon be teaching Bible prophecy and really be good at it, of course, I believe that's the reason God gave me the 30 uh, revelations and the two visions and the audible voice to put in the book. He gave that book to you because he wants his people to know and understand the truth about Bible prophecy because we're about to be living in the tribulation. Okay, so let's get to the first question. I've got several emails about articles about people that are saying that this RFID is going to be the mark of the beast. So let's talk about that today. 
I remember when I first started Prophecy Club back in 1993, I think our second speaker came in and he had an RFID chip. Now, what's RFID? It stands for Radio Frequency Identification Chip. It's a little glass encased computer chip. And it's designed to be inserted under the skin. They've been putting it under the skin of dogs and cats for probably, I don't know, 30 years. And it's gone through various uh, improvements and upgrades and things like that. But the way it works is the chip is inserted under the skin. And then you pass over this thing that kind of looks like a metal detector. It's kind of round. And that's exactly what it does. It sends out a signal that charges the chip. When the chip gets charged, then it releases by a capacitor a signal. And that signal is normally simply a, a, an alphanumeric number. And then you look up that number and it tells you who owns that dog or that cat. And they use it for all kinds of things, horses, cows, and a lot of various things. Now, in those days, we didn't understand about Starlink. We didn't understand about cell phones. There was no such thing as a cell phone. We didn't understand how all linked together, but at that point, we would look at the chip and say, oh, wow, you know, maybe that's the mark of the beast chip. Okay, so now we're getting a lot of people saying, oh, you know, this must be the mark of the beast because they're going to insert a chip and that's going to be tied to our driver's license, passport and picture. So let, let me explain. I do not think that's what it's going to be. Yes, it can be used to track a person, to track an animal. It can be used. I mean, a, a police officer, for example, could stop a person and run their their radio sending and receiving device over it, and it would give them a number. They could then put that into their computer, and they could pull up your driver's license, passport picture, whatever it was like that. So it could be used for identification. However, I do not think that's what the mark of the beast is really all about. So here's what the Scripture says. Revelation thirteen eleven, And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb. So this is not the political guy. This is the religious guy. A lot of people call him the false prophet for short. And he spake as a dragon. So he acts like he is very pious. He acts very religious. But what he says is from the dragon. And he exercises all the power of the first beast before him. And he causeth the earth and them that dwell therein to worship the first beast, that's the Antichrist, or the beast, I refer to him more correctly as the beast, whose deadly wound was healed. Now, he's not wounded in the head. It is one of his heads, in other words, one of the ten global regional leaders that is wounded, and either he dies or he appears to die, and then he comes back to life. But that's not what we're talking about. This is talking about the false prophet. And he talking about the false prophet, doeth great wonders. Now, let's talk about that just a second. That's real important. Because you recall, I told you, August the 8th of 2015, Saturday night, Lord, I don't have anything to say for the sermon tomorrow morning. What do you want to say? And I heard words. And it said, this is the time of miracles. Then he downloaded to my heart, is as the judgment hits, so will my miracles. Not miracles like we have seen in the past, but miracles like no one has ever seen going all the way back to Adam. And he said, you tell my people that I will never leave them nor forsake them. I will meet the devil at every step by step, inch by inch, pound for pound, everything he does, I'm going to meet him. Now, that's supposed to encourage us, but let's go back to what it says. And he doeth great wonders. 
That word wonders is big. I could make a whole radio program on that. But basically it means that he is going to mesmerize. He is going to shock. He is going to stun. That When the beast comes on the scene, and this is not talking about the beast, but when the beast comes on the scene, he is going to be the best looking, the best sounding, with the best words. He is going to answer questions like no one in history has ever been able to answer. This, however, is talking about the false prophet. So the false prophet also does wonders. So what are those wonders? He says, he doeth great wonders, so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. Now, maybe that's a lightning. Maybe that's some kind of a laser beam. Maybe that's some kind of a UFO light. I don't know. But it's some kind of a wonder so big, so powerful, that people's mouths drop open. Their eyes get great big. They're shocked. They're mesmerized. They're amazed at what this guy can do. But it's only when he's in the presence of the Antichrist or the beast. So he do he and he deceived them that dwell on the earth by them with those means of those miracles. So when we're coming to this type of miracles, we Christians have to be even more vigilant to make certain that that miracle is of God, because the devil is going to use lying signs and wonders to deceive. That's what it says. And he deceiveth them that dwell on the earth. Now, the thing about being deceived is the person being deceived does not know they're being deceived. I once heard it said that it is easier to deceive someone than it is to convince them that they are deceived. (laughs) Let me say it again. It is easier to deceive someone than to convince them they have been deceived. We don't like to admit when we've been deceived. So the warning here is just because you see a miracle, be cautious, be careful. Not all miracles are from God. Here, I'll give you an example. And with out of that, what was that, 160 guest speakers, I have a policy. I do not talk bad about any of them. As a matter of fact, I have a policy. I do not talk bad about any other Christian out there that is naming the name of Jesus. Why? Because I've been on the receiving end. Perhaps you have too. And I know that God is quite capable of correcting his own. But there is one guy that I think has earned the right to receive my verbal and direct criticism. We had him as a speaker. I How, do, how should I say? I tasted his fruit. I know of his spirit, and his name is David E. Taylor. He calls himself a minister. He does great ministries. Now, this is the point. I remember one night we had a meeting in Topeka, Kansas. The place was packed. I saw prophecies about people. I saw miracles. I saw instant healings. But then when I got to know the guy, and I'm not going to go into all the details, but suffice to say... <laughs> I could spend the rest of the broadcast talking bad about this guy. All I'm just saying is be very cautious about having anything to do with him or his ministry. Once in a while, I'll get a pastor that'll call or write me a letter. What do you think of this guy? And what I do is send him a 16-point letter that I sent to David E. Taylor the day that I canceled all future meetings with him. And that letter was pretty much dictated to me the night before in a dream. It's one of about the five times that the eternity voice has spoken to me. And you'd think that, well, if this guy's such a bad guy, God would pull his papers, <laughs> get him out of the ministry. Well, that's one of the other things I learned is the gifts and callings of God are without repentance. 
So when he calls someone to do something, he doesn't backtrack. Now, they're going to have to answer for the deeds that they do, because when Jesus returns, he's going to judge every man according to his works as they are written in the book of life. Uh, My advice is to steer clear of David E. Taylor. Okay, let's go on. So he doeth great wonders. So that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men, and deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles. So miracles can deceive. They can also convince that this is God. But understand, they can also deceive. Which he had power to do in the sight of the first beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth, that they could make an image, that they should make an image to the beast. Now, that's the big question. What is the image? Well, the truth is we don't exactly know. It could be a clone. It could be a clone that's hooked into the, a massive uh, computer, you know, the quantum computer that has all human knowledge, probably all demon knowledge, too. Because it says, which had the wound by a sword, which did live. And he had power to give life into the image of the beast. So that tells me when it says image, see, you and I are made in the image of God. However, this one is one that's made into the image of the beast. My guess is that as you and I are 100% man, 100% man. And as Jesus was half Mary or half man, half God, because Mary was overshadowed by the Holy Spirit. So Jesus, genetically, was half man, half God. My guess is that this guy with the image of the beast is probably half man, half fallen angel. That's a guess, but it's a good one. So it's something that is not man. It's not God. It's an image of the beast. But it says, and the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. (laughs) What's that saying? It's saying that this whatever, this clone, whatever it is, is going to speak. And he's going to say, this guy over here, he's God. He's pointing to the beast, the Antichrist. He's God. Everybody got to worship him. And if you don't, you're killed. Okay. But now when they take the mark, all of those people will be marked. Now, what does the mark look like? Well, in my new book, Miss the Mark, I have pictures of the mark of the beast, what we believe it's going to be, and the number of the beast. Because the Bible says, see, there's two things. Actually, there's four things. Two things that we should not do having to do with bending the knee. Two things we should not do having to do with taking the mark. In terms of bending the knee, we do not worship the beast or his image. I'll say it again. We do not worship the beast or his image. That means bend the knee. We do not take the mark or the number of his name. If you want to see what that mark, what the number of the name looks like, it's in the the book, Miss the Mark. And I have confirmation. I know, I know absolutely positively, I know that that's the number of the beast. That's what it will look like. Something very, very similar to that. And probably we know what the mark of the beast will look like. Again, it's in the book. I love to be able to tell you on radio, but (laughs) you know how that works. So he had power to give life to the image of the beast. So this something that's not God made, he causes him to have life. And the image of the beast then speaks and he requires everybody to take the mark of the beast and to worship the image of the beast and if not, going to be killed. Now, let me pause here just a second. I might not even get through covering even the first question today. If you have seen the movie Purge or Purge 1, 2 or 3, any one of those purges, let me ask you a question. What do you think that the purge was all about, that movie. 
What's the subliminal message it's put in the hearts of the people that watch it? Now, I understand there's another movie out that is called, I think it's called The Hunt. In all four of those movies, we have a group of people that are being pursued by the masses. So the masses are outgoing, trying to kill people, and they're given permission from the powers to be to kill them. Well, what does that sound like? Sounds to me like the people that take the mark of the beast, then the beast comes on and says, we got to get rid of all of the weeds. We got to get rid of all of these unbelievers. So everybody that has the mark of the beast, you should go out and kill them. Now that's confirmed in the book, Miss the Mark. I have a dream from David Phillips. Uh, Actually, excuse me, it was a vision. And he was shown that the Pope is going to turn and he's going to say, everybody that doesn't worship the beast, that doesn't take this mark, go out and kill him. Again, get the, the book, Miss the Mark, and it will tell you all about it. So in my opinion, that's what these movies, and not just these movies, others out there are doing, putting in the, the hearts, the suggestion. I mean, who's the most subtle beast of the field? It was the devil, okay? So he works subtly. He works under the table, behind the curtains. He's not one that just comes up to the podium and says, I'm going to do this. They, they always work subtly. Well, since the devil has had 6,000 years to prepare for his three-and-a-half-year rule as the beast— You can well imagine he has set some big deceptions ready to go in the earth, and I talk about those in Miss the Mark. Okay, so back to the scripture. So he had power to give life to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the beast should be killed. And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark on the right hand or on their foreheads. And that no man might buy or sell, save he had the mark or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Here's wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for is a number of a man, and his number is six hundred, three score, and six. Now, it says the mark is going to be in the right hand or in the foreheads. However, what is the mark? Well, in the book, I show you what we are pretty sure is the mark of the beast. And in the book, I also show you something you have probably not seen. Well, you've seen it subliminally. It's all over. But it's the number of the beast. And I have pictures in the book of how it would be appearing on a hand, on the forehead. So it's going to be so that no man can buy or sell, save he had the mark of the name of the beast. Now let's go back to the RFID ID, uh, idea. So if someone has a computer chip under their hand, how is that going to stop them from transacting financial business around the world? It won't. Okay, so what is the mark of the beast? The mark of the beast is literally a mark on the forehead or the right hand. However, the way you get that mark, the way it will happen is, and I've talked about this before too, our cell phone, not this generation, but a future generation cell phone will be biometric access only. It will be 100% identification. So by the time you touch your cell phone, It is always taking the fingerprints of those people that is handling the cell phone. And you cannot use a cell phone without your finger touching it. And as you touch it, it gets your fingerprint, your palm print, your face print, your voice print. So it's got three means of biometric, absolute, 100% identification. 
Oh, and as the camera is on, and yes, cell phones have cameras on both sides. That's the reason you're able to Facebook, okay, and you can see yourself on the Facebook. Okay, so it has cameras actually on both sides of the cell phone. So as you're looking at the cell phone, your cell phone is actually looking back, and that's this generation. So imagine a future generation, say one or two or maybe even three generations into the future, where they are specifically intending to catch your face. And it's not going to be 15 to 18 identification points. It's going to be like a million identification points on your face, on your palm print, your voice print. You will, you, you could access your financial. And of course, it's going to be through the QFS, the quantum financially financial system using Starlink. Every cell phone on the globe will have access to Starlink, the new internet system, and it will be like 10 times faster than the fastest uh, connection we have today. A direct connection, 1.4 gigabyte down, it'll be 10 times faster than that. Every cell phone will have instant access any place on the globe. And as you touch your cell phone, it already knows it's you by fingerprint, by voice print, by face print. You could access your financial account and then close the account, hand the cell phone to someone else and say, go ahead, try to access my account. They would not be able to because as soon as the cell phone gets close to them, even before they touch it, it's already reading their face. It already knows by a million different identification points on their face. It's not you before they even touch the cell phone. But as they touch the cell phone, boom, it's got the fingerprint as they talk. It's got the voice print. It's the cell phone is going to be the link. The cell phone is not the mark of the beast. The mark is a mark. Let me say it again. The mark of the beast is literally just that. It is a mark. Well, Stan, how do I know not to take it? I mean, can I take a vaccine? A vaccine, even if it has an RFID chip in it, which I think would be a bad idea. I don't want to be identified, identified whether it's to, to tell someone that I took a, a vaccine or not. Now, I'm not telling you not to take a vaccine. I don't take them. I'm not going to take a vaccine. If I die, I guess I die, <laughs> but I'm not going to take one, but I'm not going to tell you what to do. And if it has an RFID chip in it, to me, that's just another good reason why I'm not going to take it. Uh, I had uh, the insurance company, I, I guess as you get older, these things happen. Uh, my insurance company called, uh, we'd like to send a doctor out and uh, ask you a few questions. Fine. I started to say no. Probably looking back, I probably should have said no, but I said fine. Well, uh, we're going to skip some of the uh, the questions I said I'll pass on. But he got to one. He said, have you taken the, the flu vaccine? I said, no, and I'm not going to. I said, do you trust pharmaceutical companies to put a needle under your skin? And he just looked at me and I said, uninformed. And I said, please, I'm, you know, I'm not trying to be offensive here. I just I said, if you trust the vaccine that these people are putting out, put a needle in your skin, then you're braver than I am. I said, no, I have not taken the flu vaccine and I'm not may die, but I'm not going to let somebody put a needle in my skin or the skin of anybody that will listen to me. That's my personal opinion. I'm not telling you what to do. So back to our question, is the RFID going to be the mark of the beast? Absolutely not. Absolutely positively not. It could be a form to identify you, but the mark of the beast is going to be just what's in this book. It's a picture of, get the book, I can't begin to explain it to you. It's a picture of the sun with a hand with a sun on it, in, in the web of the hand. 
And then the other one is a spiral. And that's going to be uh, in the, the web between the thumb and the first finger and or on the forehead. And no one would be able to buy or sell. In other words, you won't have, you, you, unless you take the mark, then they won't give your cell phone access to your money. If you don't have a QFS account or a Starlinked QFS account, you won't be able to access any money, any money, any place on the globe. You would be forced to, at that point, to barter. Okay, now what can you barter with? Well, you may be thinking, what about crude oil? Okay, so what are we going to do? Carry a 55-gallon barrel of crude oil around to take it to the grocery store, to give the crude oil to the grocery store for exchange for food? That, that's probably not going to work. Probably it would have to be gold or silver and even diamonds. If you say, okay, well, this diamond is worth $100,000. Well, we're going to take a diamond up to a gasoline station and say this is a $100,000 diamond. How does he give you change? See, that's a problem. So at the end of the day, it's going to be very difficult to avoid the mark of the beast. It's not going to be an accident. It's not going to be something that slipped into a vaccine injection. It's not, that's not it. That's not the mark of the beast. I don't plan to take one, but that's not the mark of the beast. The mark of the beast is going to be, look, look, look here, look, here, here, let me clarify this. The beast does not appear until there is a 10 region global government. So until you see a world government, which they're now in the process of setting up, I believe, that's what the coronavirus is doing. It's setting up a world government. First, it's setting up a new government for America. I'll say that. So until you see a world government where the seven continents are divided into 10 global regions, you're not going to see the beast. And then when you see the beast, you're going to be able to spot him because he's going to be another guy. He'll be the 11th horn that will overcome three of the other regional, three of the regional rulers. And that's him plucking up three by the roots. And then when that happens, he'll start to rise to power. That's the guy you watch for. But until then, I'm just telling you right now, they're about to set up a financial system, maybe not this year, but in the, in the soon, a financial system that you will only be able to access through your cell phone. Your cell phone is not your friend. It's not your friend. Okay, now let me tell you who is your friend. I'm your friend. I love you. You folks out there listening, you are such a blessing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Such a blessing. So yes, I am asking you three things. I'm asking you first to go to Sevenfold Miracle Crusades and get signed up. Even though we aren't certain of the date, have a little faith. I know, I know that I know that I know, no, no, that God wants this Sevenfold Miracle Crusade to go on. He wants to get people trained to teach prophecy, to win souls, to walk in Sevenfold Miracles. He wants that done. That's most important. SevenfoldMiracleCrusades.com. Go there even though we don't have a sure date. Two, get the secret door to understand Bible prophecy so that you can understand prophecy enough to be able to teach it. You read the book, and most people say that they have to read it two or three times. It's not your entertaining book. You read once, put on the shelf. The story is, in case you haven't heard, about three years ago, I memorized the book of Revelation, and in the process, I was given an audible voice, two visions, and 30 revelations, which I put in the book. And the book, for the first time, allows the prophecies of Revelation to be put in correct chronological order. Second thing to do is to get missed the mark. Miss the Mark is a book that's thin. 
simple, easy to read. You can hand it to anyone, even people in another religion. And if they'll read that book, it only takes them about three hours to read it. If they'll read that book, they will never take the mark of the beast. They'll probably get saved even if they're of another religion. So get Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. That's one for 20, but don't do that. It, we offer them in shrink wrap sets of five, five for 30, 10 for 55. And get Miss the Mark. That's one for 20. Don't do that either. We offer that one in shrink wrap sets of 10. One set of 10, $30 to 45 for $70. And go to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com and get yourself signed up to be a part of it. Get Miss the Mark. Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy at prophecyclub.com and go to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. Get signed up for the crusade. You can now watch 160 Prophecy Club recordings without interruption. The introductory rate, $20 recurring monthly subscription. A one-year subscription is a gift of $200. You get the first three days free just to check it out. Watch prophecyclub.com. The easiest way to listen and watch Prophecy Club YouTube videos is to download our free app from the App Store. This is not to be confused with WatchProphecyClub.com, where you can watch 26 years and over 300 DVDs for a subscription of $20 a month or $200 a year. The app allows you to watch our YouTube videos and listen to our radio programs very easily. Go check it out at your App Store.